This podcast is sponsored by the Social Enterprise and Crowdfunding Conference. Learn more at secfc.co. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. We are really fortunate to have a, an interesting character with us today. We have with us Jordan Phoenix, who is the author of How I... No, It's How, All My Fault, How I Messed Up the World, and Why I Need Your Help to Fix It. Right? Yep, got it. Okay, so Jordan, thank you very much for joining us. We're excited to hear about your book. You know, Jordan is going to be running, excuse me, walking from Canada to Mexico starting in starting Monday, right? Yep, that's right, next week. So very exciting uh, time for us to have Jordan here right before he takes off on his big adventure. We're excited about that and want to talk to him about all the good things he's doing. So Jordan, tell us a little bit about your book. Sure. So the main premise behind my book, as you can probably tell from the title, is that we love to point fingers in this day and age. You see it on every website and comment sections. You see it on every news show. Um, if this was a news show right now, you and I would be arguing back and forth and debating, uh, no, my group is right and your group is wrong, no, my group, and so on and so forth. And I feel like this is really causing more problems. It's not solving anything. Um, it might make a lot of revenue, it may generate a lot of ad revenue, and cause a lot of ratings and get people to tune in because of the shock factor. But if we really want to solve the problems, we should really be implementing ideas that work and taking personal responsibility for the actions that all of us take to create the problems that exist. Because let's be honest, right now we're using computers, we're using lights, we're using Wi-Fi connections, and I didn't build any of them myself. I don't think you did either. Um, I don't know what human suffering or what processes went into creating any of these machines. Uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of it. And I'm actually ashamed of myself that I have to do that. Why can't I create my own internet or my own computer? Um, so I think we have to move forward into a more evolved paradigm where we say, look, we're all just trying to survive. We all love our families, our friends. We want to live a good life. Um, and we're scared. You know, people are afraid of suffering. People are afraid of death. They want to preserve their resources and hoard their resources, but I think we can do better. I think we can create a system that works for everyone. Um, and I want to stop pointing fingers and I want to start implementing ideas that are actually working. So that's the philosophy behind the book. Well, I think it is a remarkable philosophy and ultimately for your idea to catch on, obviously we all have to take responsibility for our role in the world, our individual responsibility for the problems that we see and the opportunities and the solutions that may be out there we have a, a responsibility there too I'm very curious to learn about what has motivated your walk uh, across the country from Canada to Mexico tell us a little bit about what you hope to accomplish with the walk and why you're doing it okay so in chapter four of my book I write about when systems go bad. And in chapter five, I write about when social good goes bad. And the premise behind those chapters is that all human systems almost have soul to them, where they're born out of the most, you know, typically out of the most ideal philosophies of, you know, this is going to be a new system, it's going to serve the greatest good for all, whether it was capitalism or communism or socialism 
or any other human system. And it serves its purpose for a while, but then slowly gets degraded. Um, it becomes more bureaucratic and more complex, and then slowly evolves into something else or breaks down and needs to be replaced. So the reason why I'm doing this is because I feel like we're in a critical point in human history where we have all these amazing technologies um, where we can speak to someone on the other side of the world within seconds, as we're doing right now, um, which is amazing. We have, the, you know, the, all of the world's knowledge is online for free for over two billion people who use the internet, which is amazing. We have so many great ideas out there, and we have people who want to change things and fix these problems. And I think connecting everyone together is the most important part. But at the same time, the reason why I'm doing this walk is because you know there's a downside to having all these great technologies is we're living in the interruption age where there are so many interruptions and our attention spans are getting so short that we don't really pay attention to the real important things. It's so easy to get led aside by shiny objects. Um, I think we sometimes forget when you know we live in our little bubbles and we forget, hey, there's a lot of people that are suffering right now tremendously. There's kids showing up on the border of uh, the southern border of the United States that are coming from escaping gang violence and seeing things that no, you know, five or six-year-old or twelve-year-old child should ever have to see. And we're just, you know, we're worried about celebrity gossip and whatnot. And I feel like I, I don't want to be a part of that culture. I want to be a part of a culture that empowers people who need it most. Because if I was in that position where I was living in a war-torn or, uh, country and there was rebel armies and other organizations fighting one another, and I knew there was another country that had a lot of resources and a lot of wealth that could help me, I think, what would I hope that they would do for me and for the people I care about? And so that's really what drives me to do something like walking across you know, a continent. Um, it's some people ask, you know, is it a little too far out there? Is it a little crazy to do something that extreme? And my response to them is, is it crazy that we live in a world where I have to do something like this to get people to care about helping the undernourished and um, suffering children of our world? So yeah, I think it's a really noble effort that you're undertaking. Jordan, why don't you tell us a little bit about the logistics of your walk? I I'm sure everyone who is listening is curious to know how this is going to work. Are you uh, are you carrying everything that you'll carry on your back? Uh, are you camping at night? Are you are you having a support van walk beside you? How is this going to work? Tell us how how this is all going to happen. Sure. So, yeah, the great thing about this is I've been doing a lot of research myself. Um, this is my first time doing anything like this. You know, I've, I'm not like an avid hiker or marathon runner or anything. Um, so I've been playing this for about two years now. And the the interesting thing is no matter how much you plan, it's, it's virtually impossible to plan out all the logistics beforehand. There's so many things that I'm sure are going to happen that I have no control over and things that are going to change. Um, so, so, yeah, it's been very interesting and a very uh, growing experience for me just being able to let go and saying what happens is going to happen. I can prepare as much as possible, but once I get out there, I don't know exactly what's going to change. As far as, yeah, I'm going to be walking for the vast majority of the trip. Um, there are certain areas where there's going to be a river or a military base or something where I'm not going to be able to walk. Um, so I'm not going to be, you know, fanatical about it where, if, you know, I must walk everywhere. If there's, a, if there's an important meeting that I'm going to or a deadline, you know, I'll take a, a train or bus or whatever, uh, you know, around it when I'm in the actual cities. Um, 
you know, my goal is not to set a world record for walking or anything. It's to bring attention to this. So the way it's going to work is I'm going to be carrying, yeah, a pretty large hiking backpack that carries about 75 liters worth of stuff. I'm trying to do it as minimally as possible. I'm going to be bringing a very small tent that weighs about three pounds. Um, sleeping bag, pillow, some clothing, and um, yeah, not much else, just some technology that I'll need to keep in touch with people along the way, like a GPS. Um, and yeah, so the way that it's going to work is I'm going from city to city, starting in Vancouver, um, going down to Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego, and Tijuana, and small towns along the way. And what I plan on doing is meeting up with social enterprises, activists, nonprofit organizations, um, and just seeing which ideas are working most effectively in those cities already. What, which, you know, the people who live in each city have a better idea, a better grasp on the problems and a lot of times the solutions as well. And so what I want to do is organize people to bring some of my ideas into it. Um, in Chapter 11 of my book, I talk about solutions that have been working from all over the world from different nonprofits and social enterprises. So I want to bring together the, pretty much the best ideas for social change and then some of my own ideas that are in the works right now, such as my community incubator plan, and see which, I, uh, which neighborhoods and which towns are in the biggest need. Because after this is over, I'd like to organize um, a team, like a, a very serious team who's you know, no nonsense to come together and create the very first community incubator hopefully in 2015 or in 2016, once the, uh, all the pieces are in place. So, yeah, that's the logistics behind the walk. Well, it really is uh, an ambitious goal. I'm excited for the work you're doing. I'm excited to see you be successful. Are you going to be blogging about this or reporting on it in real time so that people can follow along with you on your trip? Yeah, um, there's going to be some places where I might not have internet connection, but I'm actually going to be blogging on my own website, which is uncommonsense.is, and also on Huffington Post. Um, I'm going to be writing there as well about it. So, yeah, that's the um, main thing. That's pretty remarkable. You'll gather quite an audience, I'm sure, as you trek across the western border of the continent. Mm -hmm. So where do you live? What do you, where do you call home? So I was born and raised in New York City. Um, went to college, University of Delaware, so I lived there for a few years. Uh, spent the summer in the Midwest. I've lived in Southern California. So I've been in you know, many different parts of the United States. Um, but yeah, I guess for the next year I'm not going to have a one physical home. Home is going to be where my tent is. Yeah, well, that's great wherever I find a stranger willing to let me crash on their couch. So. I imagine there will be a few sofas available to you over time. This really yeah. is going to be remarkable. I hope you'll be able to call attention to the great work that organizations are doing mm -hmm. along the way. I hope you'll uh, share with with your readers, with us, with me, some of what you discover because I th I'm sure there are a lot of good things going on and we sometimes focus on the really negative have you scheduled meetings yet with people along the way? Yes, I have. There's organizations in Seattle and Vancouver that I'll be meeting with. Um, I've reached out to organizations from Tijuana and San Diego, but you know the fact that I'll be there in a year 
it, they're like, well, we don't really know what's going on a year from now, so call us when you're closer. So that's what I was saying about not being able to plan it all out in advance. Um, however, I will be doing my first TEDx talk in Orange County. Um, I was invited to do one in the spring of next year, in April or May, um, depending on when the event gets thrown. So, um, so I'm looking forward to that as well. That'll be great. You'll you'll be perfect for that. I hope you'll I hope you'll have a very successful event. Excellent. Well, Jordan, thank you very much for being with us. Tell us now where we can find your book for sale. Sure. So, like you said earlier, it's all my fault. How I messed up the world and why I need you have to fix it. It's available on Amazon and Kindle and in paperback. And uh, I love to hear people's thoughts all the time. So you can tweet me at jphoenix24. Um, I'd love to hear what you have to say about it. I'm open to all sorts of feedback. Great. And lastly, what's the URL for your blog? Oh, yeah. So like I said earlier, my blog is www.uncommonsense.is. Fantastic. Well, Thank you again for joining us today, Jordan. I wish you every success on your journey, and I hope that you can call attention to and draw more enthusiasm for social justice in this world on your trip. Thank you. Thank you, Devin. It's good to be here. All right. Here. Let's do some good. Let's do it. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devinthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devin hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devin is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com. The one-of-a-kind social enterprise and crowdfunding conference on September 26, 2014 at the spectacular Snowbird Resort near Salt Lake City will bring together leaders from across the country in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. Register before August 31 for just $60 at secfc.co. The roster of speakers will include Rodney Sampson, author of Kingonomics, Francis Batista, the leading animal rights advocate, and other luminaries. See the full list of speakers at secfc.co. Social entrepreneurs attending the conference will have the opportunity to pitch real investors at the conference. Nonprofit leaders will also be given an opportunity to make a pitch for microgrants and to conduct a one-day crowdfunding campaign during the event. Learn more at secfc.co.